Hello, I'm Kate Freeman, and this is The Daily Dollop. On this episode of The Daily Dollop, I'm going to be talking about Plan B meal planning, what it is and why it's a great idea to take a more flexible approach to your household's food organisation. Hey, hey team, it's dollop time. Welcome back to the show, everyone. My name is Kate Freeman and I'm a registered nutritionist and the founder of the Healthy Eating Hub and the Healthy Eating Clinic. I'm super excited for today's topic on plan B meal planning and mostly for the reason that I am actually not a very naturally organized person. Talk to my husband, my mother, my best friend, Kim. Holla to you, Kim. She will know um, in particular, you know, from the high school days, how unorganized I am. And it's not something that comes naturally to me. However, Obviously, building a business and managing my household and my kids, etc., meant that I've built some skills over the years that I employ to help myself stay <laughs> consistent with all the things that I have to do in my life. But it certainly doesn't come naturally to me, which means my life is not without chaos. And so I can fully relate to anybody who feels like meal planning is really overwhelming and just doesn't come naturally to them and they think, oh, I don't really want to do that. So I just want to challenge that mindset and encourage you to take a growth mindset with meal planning. And when I say growth mindset, I'm really talking about the mindset that believes that you can get better at something with practice and intention and that you don't just have to be stuck being the type of person or the personality that you are. Now, I actually super love personality typing because I think that it really helps us understand ourselves and each other. But I also know and like to think that I'm not stuck being this way and that I can grow and evolve and build skills and get better. But talking of personality typing, fun fact about me is that I am an ENFP personality type. And there's a really great website. I've linked to it in the show notes called 16personalities.com. And you can do your personality typing on there and it will give you a really, really great description of your personality and your tendencies and things like that. I've got my whole team to do it. I find it super fascinating. I love understanding people and how they tick. So I am not naturally organized or systematic or logical. I feel everything. So let's get stuck in today's topic of meal planning, but plan B. So before we get stuck into this whole concept of plan B, I just want to touch on meal planning to begin with. So I did have an earlier episode. It was actually back in the 2020 season, one of my most early episodes on why you don't need a meal plan. And this is talking about outsourcing your meal plan. So getting a meal plan from an online program. So, you know, like the Michelle Bridges program or the Sam Wood program or any kind of online program where you can just download a meal plan and follow it. I talked about why you don't necessarily need that and why they sometimes aren't a great idea. This one, when I'm talking about meal planning here, this is talking about your own plan of what you're going to eat and feed your family in the upcoming 
days. So if we actually look at meal planning just as a general definition, and this is being very logical to start with, so very not my personality, but I felt like it's important. But basically, when I'm saying meal planning, I'm talking about a food organization strategy that involves thinking about when you're going to eat in advance and mapping out the meals and snacks that you plan to prepare in the days and week ahead. And so the whole idea of having your own personal plan around your meals is that you're being one intentional about what you're going to eat, which is a really great way of ensuring that you get good nutrition and you get the right kinds of foods in. But also it helps you be prepped and ready for it. So you can already have the ingredients ready down in the bottom of your fridge um, or in your pantry at the end of a long day. You know, you don't have to make that food decision at the end of the day that that decision's already been made for you. And so I think, you know, a number of the benefits like reducing that decision fatigue and just reducing the mental load because it's already been done is so great. Same with, you know, saving yourself time in that you don't have to come home and have this big debate with everybody everybody about what you're going to eat and who's going to go to the shop and who's going to cook it and rah, rah, rah. Is this already sorted for you? I find for me, it really helps to manage my stress levels. And I find that a meal plan becomes more and more important the more busy I become. And so that's often quite good motivation to take the time to actually plan in advance my meals for the week. Obviously, because you can be intentional about what you're going to eat and think about it, is that you can maximize your intake of healthy foods. Make sure you've got veggies available. Make sure that you're planning fruit for your snacks or you're popping some nuts and seeds in there or, you know, some nice lean sources of protein, things like that. Lastly, is that it helps save you money amongst other things. But I like this one as a key motivator for me in that I spend so much money on my weekly groceries if I don't have a plan because I'm just winging it throughout the week, popping to the shops, you know, three or four times in the week or sending my husband and he comes back with all sorts of things. He has a Hot Wheels car addiction, actually. Every time I send him to Woolworths, he comes back with a Hot Wheels car or a tub of ice cream, but that's another story. Having that full meal plan for the week and then a shopping list and buying to that list will actually save me a lot more money than if I just sort of wing it throughout the week as well. And there's a bunch of other benefits from thinking ahead about what you're going to eat. And so essentially meal planning effectively, you know, involves a number of key steps. So we're kind of, you know, thinking, okay, what's coming up in the week? What have I got on? Where are my time poor times of the week? When am I going to need a quick, easy meal? When am I out? Just things like that, just jotting that down and making a note of that. You know, maybe you want to check into your fridge and pantry or what foods need using up and eating so that you can um, not waste those and pop them into meals and snacks coming up. You know, then you can decide obviously what you're going to eat. So planning healthy meals into the rest of the days, obviously writing the shopping list, going shopping, right? And then executing on that plan throughout the week. So I certainly love knowing on the times when I have planned, I just jump into the Healthy Eating Hub program because I have a login too. And we've got a meal planning tool as part of that program. And I just jump in and I see what I've planned for dinner. I can quickly tap, pull up the recipe, etc. I've planned those recipes and then I've got 
all of my like shopping lists is automatically created, things like that. Super cool. And yeah, I'm ready for the week ahead. But the key part of this step is then the last step, which is you need to stay flexible. So one of the problems that people of my personality type, like you're not naturally organized, you're not naturally routine orientated, you're a little bit like all over the place, you prefer to wing it, do things on the fly, which is totally fine. However, that only works to an extent. And so I think if you find meal planning and food organization really challenging and you don't like sticking to a meal plan or you find it difficult, what you've got to try to do is embrace the plan B which is essentially allowing yourself to deviate from the plan and be flexible without throwing the baby out with the bathwater. And so staying flexible is key. The meal plan that you write for the week ahead or even the day ahead, it is there to serve you, not the other way around. Don't be a slave to the meal plan. The meal plan is there to serve you and to help you get through the week. So if that means that you don't have a meal on the meal plan because something goes wrong or you weren't home in time or you forgot an ingredient. That's fine. Just improvise, do your best, but you can go straight back to the meal plan the next day or you can swap a couple of meals around or, which I'll get into more detail in a second, is start to embrace this whole plan B and even plan C food prep that can then help you still pull a healthy meal together even when life doesn't go to plan and your meal plan becomes a little bit redundant just due to the fact that things popped up in your week that were out of your control. And one of the most frustrating mindsets that you'll find, particularly when it comes to weight loss goals, is waiting for the perfect time. Like if you can only eat well enough to lose weight when you're not stressed and when work's not too busy and when you're feeling good, I don't know, mate, like you'll struggle to really master the consistency there because I don't know about you, but my life is all, not always stressful. That's a bit dramatic, but it's frequently stressful. Like there's frequently things that pop up in my week that are out of my control that take me by surprise, things like that. So I think what you've got to do is rather than waiting for the perfect environment to eat, you know, perfect is actually start to engage a number of different meal planning and food organization techniques that can serve you based on what you're needing during the week. So I like to call them the three tiers or, you know, personalities of meal planning. So the first personality is the absolute meal plan. And this might be your plan A or it's like tier one. So it's like the ultimate meal plan. So, you know, you've mapped your week out. Maybe you've got like an A4 page and it's got a table on it. It's got Monday through to Sunday and it's got breakfast, lunch and dinner and snack columns and you fill it all out, right? So every meal and snack is planned for the week. And you've jotted down the events that are happening and and you then write a shopping list, etc. Amazing. If you're able to get a meal plan done like that, regularly, it will really, really help you, particularly if you make a point of making sure that you plan things that actually suit your lifestyle. And these are the caveats of a meal plan is that if you are planning food that takes too long to prepare, that's unfamiliar to you, that you don't like eating or your family doesn't like eating, or you know, you just your expectations are too high, well, then your meal plan is actually not going to be helpful. But if you take into account the fact that, you know, you pick familiar meals, meals that you like to eat, you know, you're able to incorporate some healthy principles into them so you can achieve your goals, 
this meal plan will serve you super, super well. And all you need to do is ensure that you make the time each week to get it done. And you're probably looking, honestly, between, you know, 45 minutes to an hour to really get the meal plan done. I use the meal planning tool, like I said, as part of my online program, and I have a base meal plan for my family on there. So all I have to do is pop in every week and just like shuffle a few meals around, delete some, add some new ones in. But the the base sort of I keep there because there's a lot of things that we repeat. And so meal planning for me takes me about 20 minutes a week to do a really nice absolute meal plan where I've planned out meals and snacks. But it's I'm also saying flexible. So if something comes up and I need to change the plan, I do it. So that's the ultimate one, right? Where you think about a whole week in advance and you just you just get it done. Sometimes that's not always possible. Like one of the things I find, particularly when we go camping on the weekends, is that I don't get time to do this meal plan. Or honestly, like sometimes her brain is like, I can't be bothered. I don't want to, right? That's a, that's a real feeling and I just embrace that feeling. So then I have a plan B meal plan, which is could also be called the flexible meal plan. And that's when I might just go, you know what, I'm just going to plan dinners and then I'm going to jot them down, you know, literally on a note app on my phone or on an A4 piece of paper and I'm going to stick it on my fridge. I'm going to try and choose meals that I can use as leftover for my lunches, but I might just pick like one thing that I have for lunches and just repeat that. But I'm, I'm literally scaling down from the ultimate meal plan to something really quick and easy a bit more on the fly. I haven't planned out every meal and snack. I haven't really thought ahead in advance of what events I've got coming up, but I've just picked four or five key weeknight meals that I know I can cook, you know, one or two easy lunches, and then I'm winging the rest. And that can work quite well, particularly for someone who's got a really good skills in the kitchen and is able to think on the fly, but has also got some really good nutrition knowledge and is feeling confident about what they're eating. If you've got lots of food stress and anxiety or you don't know what healthy eating is or you don't know how to eat to achieve your goals and you're really confused, you want to do and invest in some education so that you can feel that food confidence enough to be able to make healthy food choices on the fly and just have you know, a rough idea of what you're going to eat throughout the week. But it's, it's pretty open slather, like you can change it up as you need. Sometimes I literally just plan a day in advance, particularly if I'm really, really busy. I'll just spend 10 minutes the night before thinking about what I'm going to eat tomorrow. And that's it. And I just do it a day in advance until I then get the breathing room to think a little bit more broadly. Lastly, it's the on the fly meal plan. And this is where what you learned in my previous episode on convenience food can really come in handy. If you've got your home and workplace stocked with healthy convenience foods that you can whip together really, really easy meals, like some pasta and some tuna and some pre-chopped coleslaw or some barbecue chicken and some wraps and some salad, or you've got some really great you know, healthy takeaway options that you can grab on the fly, like the salad at your local cafe or you know, a whole meal Subway sandwich with heaps of veggies and some chicken breast or different things like that, then you can actually do healthy eating on the fly. You don't have to meal plan, but you've thought ahead in advance and you've got some staples there available for you. And you also generally have a pretty good knowledge of one 
what you should be eating in a day and how much food you need to sort of get through the day and achieve your goals. So I do tend to find that the higher your food confidence and food choice ability, and I'm not talking following food rules, but just generally making choices about food and feeling good about them and knowing that they're right for you, the more flexible you can can become. And rather than, you know, following blindly following someone else's meal plan that was written for the masses and and struggling and and finding it hard to stick to, you're actually learning how to plan for yourself. And you've got a number of different plan A, plan B, plan C that you can sort of downgrade as your confidence grows, but know that you can be flexible, change the meal plan as it needs and still be consistent. Well, that's it for today's episode. I want to encourage you as your action item to really start to think about how you can be flexible and not take this all or nothing approach to staying organized with your food. I'd love to hear your ideas. So please hit hit me up on social media with some of your meal planning ideas. I'd love to hear them. Have a fab day, team. After years of being bombarded with diet culture, I so understand that the world of healthy eating is super, super hard. My healthy eating program helps people who are struggling with their eating habits to lose weight, feel good about themselves and eat well for the rest of their life. I do this by teaching one nutrition principle at a time and showing you how to establish this knowledge as a habit in your everyday life. This is unlike any other program on the market today that simply gives you a meal plan, a list of good and bad foods, or expects you to change everything all at once. Life's too short to live with food stress. To become a habit builder and not a crash dieter, join my program today at healthyeatinghub.com.au. Thank you so much for checking out The Daily Dollop. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so that we can spread the podcast far and wide and so you don't miss an episode. (laughs) 